Hello, everyone. Welcome to You, Me, Them, Everybody. My name is Brandon Weatherby. This episode with Haywood Turnipseed Jr. is all about uh, performing during COVID-19 and, and homeschooling during COVID-19, going to work during COVID-19. I don't know if you guys have known, COVID-19 has uh, really done a number on uh, most things in the economy. And that's why we finally have a Patreon, because things aren't going so well. So we had decided to do, after 12 years, maybe this Patreon thing could help out. Uh, go to youmeetheveryebody.com, and in the podcast description, click on the link for the Patreon. Uh, last time Hey was on the show was in early June. Uh, before that, it used to be every single month when we did the show live at the Wonderland Ballroom, we did a segment called Color Commentary, where we would talk about things like race and social justice and, uh, you know, things that make people feel very comfortable in a bar. Uh, well, Haywood and I were on the cutting edge for a long time, and the rest of the world's caught up, so that's kind of cool, I guess. Everything's great. Here's Haywood. The last time we talked, it was the start of uh, June. Now it's the start of September. Uh, I'd say the biggest difference probably in your life is your kids are back in school, but they are still under your roof. (laughs) That's exactly what it is. Today is the first day of uh, homeschooling. How's it going? First day of the new year. Um, It's interesting. I mean, we have our technology, so we have what they need. Now it's really just a matter of logging in. So it's just like everyone else these days who are logging into group meetings. Yeah. Who hopefully had the right meeting ID or too many people in, bandwidth issues. Same same stuff that everyone else is going through. Do Only you... we're going through it with a nine-year-old and a seven-year-old. So they're like, okay, that's it. <laughs> Do you think these kids, when I say these kids, I mean every single kid currently doing the online thing. Do you think that everyone will just be like passed along for the year, just being like, we can't repeat. This is too much. We just, everyone, it was a wash. Or do you think these kids are going to have an odd real life advantage than the, the small minority of kids that actually are in school because they'll have understood what real life is actually like? I think it's a little bit of both. I really do. I I think the teachers are going to, the school system is going to have to just be like, all right, this first two semesters, Mm -hmm. If they don't get it down, I mean, it is just like, hey, like in college when your roommate passed away. Yeah. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, that's, I think that's what happened with third grade. I mean, well, I should say third. Well, yeah, last year's third grade and first grade anyway, because we were helping them and they, you know, uh, we weren't, we didn't know what they really needed. So yeah. we were like that teacher's aide. Um, mm. And it's weird when a parent becomes a teacher's aide because you're like, uh, for me anyway, I was like, you guys should know this. You guys really should. You know, I, I'm I'm a lot more patient with children who are my own, which is uh, something I learned. Good. So um, it's like, oh, you guys, I thought you guys knew this stuff. And then when they don't want to do, you know, I get got a little bit intense. Oh, so man. this summer we actually learned how to go to school online. So that's what summer school was. Mm, okay. <laughs> really, like, okay, parents, this is what you're going to need to do. Children, this is what you're going to need to do. Um, so on and so forth. Stop. Like right now, they're actually doing physical fitness, which means they're running through the house. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which isn't isn't bad. No. So it's almost it's a lot like nineteen eighty four, man, you know? Um uh especially in the movie version where it's like, okay, are you can I see you do your thing? Can I see you doing your, your dips and doing your online workouts? Which scares me in the thing that it may give them an advantage as far as being more connected, but that much more distant. I think this is going to help the global economy, you know, and help folks connect globally because it's a lot easier. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, these things will be a lot easier. But you're also going to lose the, that individual stuff, that, that human connection that you get in school. And school is not as much about learning as it is about social sure. socializing. 
<laughs> you know, and learning how to be different if you're different and what that means to you. You know, some kids get it early, some kids get it yeah. late. But the like they were um their all of their you know sports camps were online, so you don't get to just throw a ball. Fortunately, they have more than one of them here. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't get to throw a ball with someone and know what that means to help someone else catch a ball. Yeah. You know, you know, Hey, don't worry about it. You know, that team collaborate, that collaboration, that collaborative efforts, unless you really, you know, everything is digital. So it's the digital collaboration. So I sent you my part and you do your part and then we'll see what happens in the middle. So it's a lot like people record music these days. You know, you always hear about the good old days when people got in the studio together. Mm -hmm. And now I'm kind of seeing what that means when it says, oh yeah, he sent me a piece and then I worked on it and sent him something back. That's a collaboration, but it's not really a duet, you know, or a jam, a jam. So much is born out of jams. Are the kids in pods of like play groups or anything Mm -hmm. like that? Mm -hmm. Okay. Yep, yep, they have to be. So for their school, they're in their, um, because we haven't gotten back with classmates just yet. Okay. I'm letting everybody know I'm in a meeting. And unfortunately, I commandeered the middle desk. (laughs) (laughs) So. Are you hopeful that they'll be back in school in January or February? Or are you just thinking the entire year is going to be like this? I think the year is, I think the, the year is going to be a wash because we you know things are spiking up again, yeah. even though we've been that distant. Um, I know we it made more sense to at least reevaluate during the Christmas holiday or during the during the holiday break, yeah, you know, during the New Year's break. So we'll see what happens there, and if things are you know looking better, then perhaps. But if things aren't, why why risk it? Yeah, because. You know, and it's not even so much the, the kids. Kids seem to be pretty resilient, you mm-hmm. know. I think kids may have had coronavirus. We and we, we I jokingly say this, but you know, one of my kids was sniffling throughout the year, and nobody knew what that was. It was like, yeah. was that it? You know, but it was all oh, there. You know, she goes to school, and it's in the basement, and it's mucus, and you're getting involved with every other kid who has mm-hmm. every other thing. So that's been helpful. Um, that's why I was saying the pod things are really, really cool. Um, but the part about going back to school I don't know because I'm we've gone back to work right and yeah. we've gone back and I'm, I, our department is going in twice a week um, and I, I go in twice with two other individuals one comes in one day one comes in another day and then we have one who completely works from teleworks completely works from home reason being that person has you know is a single parent okay. so why would you risk you know you don't want to risk that of course so it's the same thing with teachers don't want them the teachers will be with more students than we will than our kids will so if you're not getting if they're not getting hazard pay or getting frontline pay or even are they safe that's not okay because then what happens when the teacher goes down then you have nobody to teach your kids so i think this is going to be the norm for the year i mean we planned on the first half of the year we'll see what happens with the second half if things get better which they should then just finish it out you know and then really start getting back together next summer next spring and summer okay um, which makes sense to me if things keep going the way they're going, you know, with the, yeah. the curves, you know, spiking again. That's just, it's just not good. And you have too many people with too many, you know, intergener- you know, multi-generational families. The risk, the, the risk far outweigh the reward to me. Mm-hmm. What is the reward? Kids in a class? Yeah. <laughs> Can we talk about your job? Yeah, sure. Do you feel, you're at the museum. Do you feel safe at the National Gallery of Art? Uh, yeah, well, in my pod, yes. Now, here's what's unique about me. I'm a telephone man, so mm-hmm. I, I had to really reevaluate how we do our job. 
um, and get some guidance from other telecom industries because I'm like, well, what are you guys doing when it comes to? Because at the end of the day, I have to go all the way to a device, even if it's a, even if it's a cell phone. Mm-hmm. I, maybe I have to put it in my hands and look at it and put it up to my face. How are we doing this without getting sick? Um, so I went to the Apple Store, saw how they did it. Um, talked to some of my counterparts who work at various uh, other organizations, and I do you know the whole shebang, so desk phone, mm-hmm. mobile devices, and all of that. Um, what we've started doing is, of course, we have to wear gloves and face shields, but nobody's really fully back at the gallery. So those folks, it's a lot easier to deal with when they have issues. The people who are there, um, we're already, you know, tested and in our pod, so I feel safe with them. And then I don't go, I don't intermingle with the public anymore, whereas I used to. Um, I would walk around and make sure things worked the way they, they were supposed to. I don't do that anymore, which is... Um, how I make sure maintain safety in our office because I have to think about more than just sure. It's, it's so much more to think about now, you know, so many more people to think about. You um, are at one of the very few museums that's actually open, but they're very, they're, yeah. their hours are very uh, limited and there's mm-hmm. time passes mm-hmm. and all that. Would you feel mm-hmm. safe with your family going to the sculpture garden? Yes. Cause that's out Inside. for those that don't know sculpture garden is outdoors. Right, and I and I, let them, I mean, I, I work at the national gallery of art. It's not, you know, it's no, no, no secret. Um, yeah. I don't say anything disparaging about them. I actually like the place I work. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I, I said that to say, say it is. It is. I, I think the sculpture garden is to me a, little, a tad bit safer because we're outside and it's easier to dis, maintain distance. Of course. Um, and we can look at some of the artwork that's inside because it's really the sculptures and the main floor that's open. Um, so that's some of the stuff that's not as interesting to my children, but to me it is. You know, I, I can still go see some of the stuff. I can still see Genova. I can still see some of the stuff in the East Building. I can still go sit and I like to sit in the um, Rothko room from time to time and kind of just listen to Kanye. I really do. <laughs> you still have, you have no problem listening to Kanye right now. Yeah, man, his music is cool. <laughs> so, that's, so you're able to Kanye's cool. You know, you're I mean, able just, to you know, dif- to differentiate. You could take away the art from the artist. Yeah, you have to. You no, have you don't. To. <laughs> no, you don't. Well, you, but what, we, what you talk about? What we what we know about artists. Yeah, I, I've stopped enjoying a lot of people's art <laughs> over the years. Once you do a certain thing, you're done. Well, that's the. It all depends on. To me, I, I shouldn't say it depends on what that thing is. Huh, I don't want to say this, right? Um, everyone has issues. And Agreed. Agreed. Artists, the art, arts are a place for a lot of people to hide, to have a lot of real issues. Oh, of course. So when we look at what's given to us, I'm like, damn, that person. Mm, Mm. Let's say Michael Jackson, one of my favorite artists. Yeah, someone I'll never listen to. And, okay, I don't have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't. I don't have I that noticed. problem. I noticed. Mean, I'm like, okay, I, and I get the questions, and I'm like, yeah, I hear, I hear what people are saying. There are questions around it. Um, I just don't get into that, you know? I, I don't know why. Maybe – I can't even speak <sighs> – You chose to bring Kanye up. Yeah, I mean, I don't it, – it, to me, it's just like his art – it's different from who he is. Uh, I can't he, agree with you on that. Who he is is his art. Mm, he's his entertainment. Okay. I'll listen to his production still. That's the difference. But I won't his listen to his, his music. You don't listen, but you have listened. To, well, he hasn't put anything new out, but he's put out new stuff like in the last calendar year. Put a bunch of stuff out, but I'll still what, listen the, the to him. Stuff? Well, that counts as his name, right? Yeah, but I'm not. I heard that. I'm like, nah, this ain't. <laughs> <laughs> this I'll listen to stuff he's produced. 
So I'll still listen to like pre two thousand five stuff of his. But you don't listen to Ye, not Ye, or, or the one with um. Ye's were Ye was Ye was the one where I'm like, this is I can't do it anymore because it's the first time where, even to like get rid of the twenty twenty election, right? It's the yeah. first time he's like, yeah, I'm bipolar and I don't need to take my meds. I'm perfect. That's my superpower, which is a horrible, horrible thing <laughs> because this is a medical problem. You're denying what can easily be fixed by something, and you're making people that take medicine not normal. See, I think that's part of the entertainment of Kanye. He knows better. That's not okay. He, he knows. I, I didn't say it was. He knows better, and that's the part where I go, I, don't, I can't get into the entertainer. You know, this guy, is, he's saying stuff to remain in the public eye. We know this. Sure. Um, now, if I, if I want to go down that road, I mean, it's like when he's talking about he's running for president. Really, mm-hmm. dude? Well, he is running. Okay. He's on he, ballot. But he... But he, he where? In certain states, he's on the ballot. He, he got on the ballot in a certain states. Yes. Okay. Go right ahead. That's, That's not good. His money. That's what he wants to do with his money. The people, I, I, the people who vote for him, it's all, it's all a show with this guy. I don't disagree. It really is. It's all a show. But this cat is trying to be like P.T. Barnum. You know what I mean? His, his whole version of it. Um, and I won't let that take away from like the Yeezus stuff that I listen to or the the the. Um, uh, uh, college dropout stuff. I mean, I'm a college dropout. That stuff spoke to me. And there were reasons why that stuff spoke to me. As an adult, I'm as a more of an adult now, and as an old middle aged person, I guess I want to say, um, I'm not fond of the things that he does. It is what it is. That's what your 40s give you. I guess I was talking to a friend of mine not recently. He was like, maybe it's because we're in our 40s, man. I was like, I don't know. I, that makes a lot of sense. Oh, for sure. But, you know, the person is an ass to an ass, and I could be like, you know, Marlon Brando still made some good movies. Yeah, I'll just, there's too much good stuff that isn't produced by people that could change the world for the worse. So I'm not going to listen. That's I mean that's true too. I mean, there's 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 all of that. There's the side where you go. It it leads us to independent artists are doing their thing. There's more to listen to than just that. But mm-hmm. I can't take away when I want to look at a Van Gogh. That's the that's the that's the person who comes to mind when I look at Van Gogh self portrait. Kanye comes to mind. So when I listen to it, I'm like, hmm. Maybe, I don't know. Is this who he thinks he is? I don't know why. That's what comes to mind. And it kind of helps me where I go where I need to go, you know? And that's what music and art does, you know? The entertainment aspect of it, I can leave. I can right. really leave behind it. And that's what people get, get on their, on their, on their, get crazy when the entertainment within them starts being given all this other stuff to do. Sure. You know, I'm like, you know, that's. Here's the thing about this, this business it's only going to re- release, you know, reveal who you really are. It's not oh, going to sure. reveal who you ain't, you know. You're only going to be tempted with stuff you you want to be tempted with. So, so let's talk about I, temptation and art when it comes to okay. you. You are a stand-up comic, but there really aren't stand-up shows right now. Um, yeah. You have gone up, though, since COVID. Um, yeah. How is it? Do you feel comfortable? Do you like <laughs> performing right now? Uh, only, only, only outside and it's very and socially distant venues. Um, I really don't know if I'm going in the in the basement anymore, in a in a in a, in a, in a tight room anymore, just sure. because with everyone laughing in my direction. Yeah. Because our job is to ex- get people to expel laughter. They're supposed to release stuff from their lungs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> in our direction, you know what I mean. I've done. Uh, I did a few. You know, I did the theater draft house again. That was cool because that's a that's a perfect place. It's you know with distant enough. Everybody's distant enough. None of those are coming up. I recently I did something down in Virginia. And I had to tell the crowd, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid to get, make y'all laugh. Most of it's going to be poetry. 
come and get you to the point where I know a punchline is and I might hold it for later. But then we got to laughing and doing our thing. And then I started having this realization that laughter really is the best medicine. So what do I do to take care of myself? I already, I've already was doing the neti pot stuff when I came inside mm-hmm. from outside just to clean out my sinuses. I have sinus issues anyway. So I've, I've just kept doing that and really, really got on my immune system so that I don't have to have those fears because we are going to be going back to work uh, in a different capacity. And I may be called upon to go in some of those venues. And what am I, am I going to say no? And this is a part of what I want to do. Or am I just going to mask up and take my own mic? So that's the stuff I'm doing, masking up, taking my own mic, taking my own mic covers. Were um, you the only person on the bill that brought their own mic? No. Uh, okay. No, no, it's a few people doing that. A couple shows actually really, really, a couple shows are really just like everyone gets their own mic. Everyone mm-hmm. gets their own mic cover. Uh, and those are the ones you, I mean, a couple, I did a couple backyard shows where they have sprays, spray down the mic and stuff like that. Um so it, 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 to me, it's no different than actually going to work. How do I ma- maintain my safety? Yeah. <laughs> uh, and I do know people who are first responders and they were kind enough to send me stuff that they deal with every day. And just on, on a whim, they was like, listen, this is and, um, anybody going back to work. A friend of mine who works at a hospital was like, um, take this. And it's really what those people who work in hospitals do every day because they deal with it every day. Mm-hmm. How haven't they gotten sick? So, okay, I started, yeah, eat my oranges, eat my bananas, eat my, you know, apples, boost my immune system. Yes, do the saltwater uh, nasal cavity cleanse, um, all of that good stuff, wearing my mask, you know, wearing my gloves when necessary. If I'm in certain environments, wearing a face shield. And then uh, coming home and doing it all over again. When but you did the draft, when you did the draft house, how many people were in the room? Because that room seats a few hundred. You pre-COVID. Yeah, they, it wasn't. It, I think the first show may have been thirty plus, and the second show, maybe fifty plus. And this was Seaton, so mm-hmm. this is Seaton Smith. You know, DC. You know, people come out to see him anyway. So once they were sold out, they did have people in in distant enough spots. You know, people bought tickets in pod. So pod was here, pod was there, pod was here, and. That was that was that was that was comfortable. I mean, we, that was comfortable. Plus, people we didn't really hang out and talk afterwards to folks. You know what I'm saying? Was it weird? Um, yeah, yeah, it was. How so? It was. It was because you know, comedy is that thing that draws people together. So afterwards, people do want to talk. We do want to talk to each other and kind of keep it. You know, keep that laughter going and keep that energy going. So it was really just cut off. See you later. Clean up. Um, if you really want to talk, let's talk online. And I've talked to a few people online, but that's that socially distant stuff. You really yeah. don't get a sense of who someone is in messenger group, you know? Because, you know, people want to share their information. Hey, how are you doing? This is, yeah. you know, people hear a joke. One guy, this guy named Philip, <laughs> he stands out because we were talking six feet away from each other, both wearing a mask. But I, it was something I said that triggered something to him to be like, I'm really trying to understand, you know, Black Lives Matter. And trying to, he's from Austin, Texas. He's like, mm-hmm. I'm trying to really. He said, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a middle-aged white guy, and I'm trying not to be. Yeah. <laughs> and he was like, how do I do that without frightening you? And he said, first of all, let me stay six feet away. So we started having this conversation. And that's the conversation you really like like we have over a beer when we say that's the funny thing we don't talk when People don't talk about in bars, <laughs> racial yeah, yeah. and politics. But, you know, we didn't have that opportunity, so I get a sense of what he's trying to say, but getting a sense of who he is is a little difficult. So, he, you know, that's the that's the thing that's like, uh, it is, it's just different. It seems a lot more... <sighs> distant. Do you, you know, think the, that the people that, that the eighty the eighty people that saw those two shows? Do you think that they would go back, or was it just so 
was it so uncomfortable because it's the exact opposite of what you want in a comedy show in terms of like in terms of spacing pre-covid no they, i mean they were fun i think they're probably going to go back they, i mean we actually talked to them right and like that was the whole we have to talk about it so it was like you guys are the ones that's the soldiers because uh, you know if, we have the safety precautions. We have the masks. We have the we as far away from you all as we need to be right now. You guys are out here. This is the audience I'm talking about. You guys are out here braving it just for laughter. You guys must really need to get the fuck out of the house. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, this is the risk that those folks are willing to take. So we wanted to give them a good show. And yeah, they were all like, man, we'll be back. That's what I mean. They wanted to talk and wanted to hang out afterwards. Oh, yeah. But we could, you know, and it was like, yeah, let's let's. When we can get together again, let's all get together again. But when is that going to be? I don't think yeah. that's going to ever be the same again. I got some buddies who just did a driving show, and that seems to be the norm outside, rooftop, you know, maybe, you know, big rooms, big warehouses. Or if it's in a smaller spot, like, then it's just really special guest type venues. So special guest type events, you know. Yeah. Which, it, which those are the old house parties. That's what I'm looking at doing, like, just doing a nice, socially responsible event because I got to do something soon. I'm like, where would I do it? Well, I you feel like you have to do it. something soon. Um, yeah, I don't say soon. I don't want to say soon, but I do have to do something. I mean, I'm not. I'm also a producer, so I like doing my own shows, and I have some ideas for themes. But I also have some ideas to make shows, you know, that I was doing already, make them better. This social distance stuff has helped me in the creation process. And uh, so it's like we want to add some sketches and things like that and add some skits. That'll be good and that'll be helpful. Um, but then you also have, I'm, I'm watching people say, okay, we know we need to be able to get out. We need to go out. And then I also know that they've been tested and stuff like that. So if people are willing to do that. Okay. Okay. Yeah. If you're willing to get tested and you're willing to go through that to come to a show, then let's do it. I'm, let's do it. I'm, I'm not convinced. I'm, I think that the outcome of the election it has way more to deal with uh, when it comes to how DC will open and how yeah. because this area has taken this very very seriously. New York has taken this very seriously. New York's been under one percent for over thirty days now, but yeah. a lot of other places aren't, and that's the scary yeah. part. And yeah. it'll be very interesting to see if you'll be able to do because you have a show at Draft House DC. DC is not Virginia. The you cannot operate that venue. That's a very small room. Um, it'll be interesting to see, like, if in February, if that will be open already because contract tracing has actually worked and there's instant tests, or if we're going to be doing this indefinitely. I mean, I'm on the mindset. I think right now, I think it's indefinite because, like you were saying, everyone, certain areas have taken it seriously, and certain other areas have not. And this is what I saw when I was on um, Barracks Row just the other day. And this is Barracks Row. I see people walking in their groups, right? And they're with their mask, but they had masks on. And I was like, that's not okay. But then they walk past the firehouse and the fire attendants are sitting out there. The fire people are sitting out there without their mask on. And I'm like, that's not okay. But as we go, yeah, as we go on, how do we do this where it's okay? You know, You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So this is where I'm taking a page out of, like, I'm watching what, and I have to use them as an example because I think they had one of the best models, the Apple Store. It was, everything was distant. They were cleaning people throughout. Um, there was minimal contact. And I was uh, trading, uh, getting another iPad because my iPad had a cracked screen. So there was minimal contact as far as he and I touching one another. Um, they actually took your temperature like uh, they did when I had to go to the hospital. I had to take my mom to the hospital. 
So they did the temperature check. Those people had on face shields and stuff. And I was like, you know what? If we do it, like the draft house is set up a black box style. So if you, if you do a black box style, like like Creek in the Cave, mm-hmm. you, you can get 70 people in there. Oh, yeah. In, a good, in, in good spacing where you don't have mm-hmm. an issue. This, no, no longer than 200. You know, there's a room called the White Room over here on um, on Barracks Row. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do that in there. Uh, oh, is it called the kitchen? I forget. I forget. But whatever. You, you can do stuff in there because the seats aren't um, static. So you can move the seats around and have people uh, group up and really just do what, what I'm calling those intimate things. And this is what I mean when I say do something. This is probably the time to record something. Like I did a recording last year. This would be the time to record something else because you have that small laugh track, which gives you that intimacy that, mm-hmm. that people are feeling, that, that alone together thing right now. That's what I mean when I say do something. It's not so much trying to do another show because I think that's, I don't know if that's when that's going to come back. We've seen that kind of stuff. Yeah. And those aren't good. Um, and we've seen overseas how they've been doing the socially distant concerts. And those are okay. Um, so those things are happening with bigger, bigger productions and bigger companies. Let me get in that vein. But for the smaller things, it's really just, okay, how do we do something that we can kind of put this in a capsule and record this moment yeah. and really get a sense of what it is, if ever it does go back to some type of normalcy when they get a vaccine or what have you. You have a family, you have a wife, you have children. When is the last time you were actually alone? Who? <laughs> in the car today. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, uh, yeah, in the car from time to time. All right, that's not um, so bad. Yeah, and I've been making sure I, I really started picking up working out again over the past month. So I, I make sure I do get some workout time in. Um, so I mean, I mean we, we have a pod and, you know, the house spaces in the house, but actually alone alone. It's been, well, you know what? They went to go visit uh, my father and I. Too long ago, that's so not so I bad. A moment. There you yeah. go. So every so often I have a, maybe two, three hours. There, that's something. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you know what that is. It's like, okay. Yeah. Take it. <laughs> I mean, we, we went on vacation together. Like, we just went on a socially distant trip to the beach. We have a friend who has a beach house that they yeah. let us use. And it was cool because the beach, they were practicing social distancing. We didn't stay on the beach past noon. We didn't go out to the, you know, go eat out. We just ordered our food and took it back to the place we were staying. Um, and it was kind of because you kind of saw everybody getting their respective corners. But then we all came back in the living room at, at a certain time because that's all we've been doing yeah. <laughs> for, for the past since March, right? Yeah, six months. Since March 13th? Shit. <laughs> yeah. I wonder when I'll see you. I wonder if it'll be 2021 or 2022. I was by, you know what? There was a show by your house and I was by there, but because of the COVID, I was like, I'm not just going to pop up. <laughs> also, yeah, that's, yeah, that's right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it was literally not too far from, it was like maybe right around the corner. I was like, Brandon's over here. And I was like, well, let me, and that's the kind of stuff that I've really been doing. I have been quarantining myself for, if I do a show, I'm spacing them out weeks and you know a couple of weeks of uh, distance mm. so that I can do some kind of quarantining to ensure that I'm safe before I go out to someone else's. Um, so that's the kind of things that are that are happening. So yeah, I do plan on getting over to see you. <laughs> yeah, I was in. <laughs> yeah, one day. 